Gospel Message. This week's Gospel Message is titled, Turn Aside to See. In Exodus chapter 3, verses 2 to 4, it reads, And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. I've often wondered why it was so important for the Bible to reference the fact that Moses turned aside to see. The phrase was referenced twice by the very act of Moses and by God's observation of the act of Moses. Quote, and Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, and then it continues, and it was then and only then that God spoke to him. To live a Christ-centered life requires that we strive for holiness. It requires that we give up all the ways, all the practices, and all the attributes that are associated with what the Bible refers to as, quote, walking after the flesh, end quote. But there is one thing that we who are striving after holiness have to remember, and that is we cannot make ourselves holy. Only God can do that. However, God will not make us holy if we do not seek after holiness, if we do not truly desire it. In the passage that we read, the ground that Moses stood on was holy, not because Moses made it holy, but because God did. Holiness on that mount was God's job. But Moses' job on that mount was to turn aside to see, to respond to what God was showing him, to show interest in the light, to be curious about the light, to desire to take a closer look at the light. Because it was only when he turned aside to see that God spoke to him. It was only when Moses turned aside to see that God began to change his life, that God began to use him. Had Moses not turned aside to see, he probably would have just gone on with his life. He might have just told others about the vision thinking that in itself, 
that alone was the most significant thing. He could have just gotten off the mountain saying, wow, I saw this bush and it was burning. Or he could have even been frightened by the vision and, and he, he could have just scurried off. He could have just run away. And if these things had happened, yeah, he might have been able to maybe give what, what some would call a testimony, but I doubt that his life would have been changed. And he certainly would not have had an encounter with God. That turning aside to see. And again, it's not just the look of the head or the observation with the eyes. There was some action within Moses that actually showed a desire for him to probe, to understand, or maybe to even investigate what it was that that thing that he was seeing was about. And that's why I think the Bible referenced it the way that it did, that he turned aside. There was something in that, it didn't say he saw the bush, you know, so it wasn't just a casual observation. It wasn't just, you know, just something that fed the eyes. Otherwise it would have said he saw the bush, but it said he turned aside. That turned aside, that verb, that, that verb phrase turned aside indicated that it was just more than the glancing of the eyes. He he had the encounter with God, not because of the vision, but because in seeing the vision, he went further to decide to know what it was all about. He turned aside to see, and that was when he now heard the voice of God. When God uses something significant to get our attention, be it a life event, an unfortunate event, a confusing event, or even his word, are we turning aside to see, to look further, to dig deeper, to hear what life-changing message that God has for us? Looking back on the things that have happened in our lives, even the not-so-pleasant things, have we and do we continue to deny ourselves of a life-changing encounter with God because we are not seeking to see him, to hear from him in the midst of our circumstances? We have come by God's grace to the end of 2021. This week is meant to be a time of personal sober reflection. When we stop looking outward at people and things and start looking inward at ourselves and the true state of our Christian walk and of our spiritual growth, start looking onto Christ for strength, for understanding, for revelation, for guidance, for salvation. We're also dealing with the effects of a global pandemic. And this pandemic has affected every single facet of life as we have known it. Many of us are praying for the pandemic to ultimately come to an end so that things can go back to the way they were. But we have to ask ourselves, if God was happy with the, day, with the way that things were, would we even be here? Things can't go back to the way they were. They need to change. We need to change. We need to start doing better. We Christians need to start being better. 
We need to respond better. We need to reflect better. We need to stop taking our practices and our ways and our habits as though they are not conducive to the light. Meaning, we don't do them in the open. We don't do them in front of everybody. We hide them. We keep them to ourselves. Because a lot of the things that we do, if the things we do, right, cannot stand in the light, meaning if you can't do it in the front of the church, (laughs) that's how I always look at it. If you can't do it in front of the congregation, then maybe we shouldn't be doing it at all. If what we're doing cannot stand in the light, if it has to be done in the darkness, if it has to be done in secret, then maybe it's not something we need to be doing at all. If the things that we say cannot be said in front of a whole bunch of people, then maybe there are things that we should not be saying. Maybe there are things we should not be engaging in. If they cannot stand in the light, then maybe they should not be standing at all. Today, this week, while we are going through whatever we are going through in our lives, we have to remember God wants to have an encounter with us. In Matthew, we're told, if if, if your right arm causes you to sin, cut it off. If your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. And in that same Matthew, it tells us, you know, why do we talk about the speck that's in our brethren's eye, yet we do not remove the log that is in our own eye? We've probably spent this entire year being able to identify what's wrong with at least one or two people in our lives, what's wrong in the church, what's wrong with other people. But I think a time has to come where we have to stop and ask, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with the way that I do my Christianity? What's wrong with the way that I I worship? What's wrong with my practices? my hidden practices, my secret practices. What's wrong with the way I respond to the word of God? What's wrong with the way maybe I even preach the word of God? What's wrong? And when we are asking ourselves this, knowing that we're human beings and we have a tendency to be partial with ourselves, let us go a bit further and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal it to us. Let the Holy Spirit reveal to us what way We have made things easy for ourselves when we should be allowing the Holy Spirit to make it hard for us. Because when the Holy Spirit makes it hard for us, that's what prompts us to desire a change. As long as we continue to think that we are okay the way we are, then we will never make a change. And anyone who does not believe there's anything in their life worth changing, then we have to ask ourselves if we have been given over in our ways especially if we don't see anything wrong with some of the things we do and more importantly, some of the ways that we are. Hosea chapter 6 verses 1 through 3 says, Come, let us return unto the Lord, for he hath torn and he will heal us. He hath smitten and he will bind us up. After two days will he revive us. In the third day he will raise us up and we shall live in his sight. Then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord. His going forth is prepared as the morning and he shall come unto us as the rain 
as the latter and former rain unto the earth. We shall know if we follow on to know. Moses knew because he followed on to know, because he turned aside to see. Let us follow on to know. Let us turn aside to see. In this coming year, every day that God's grace allows us to see, let us ensure that we are truly seeking God, not just for him to spare our lives, but so that he can change our lives and help us to live in the way that he wills for us to live in intimacy with him, in oneness with him, in obedience to him, in fear and reverence of him, in love with him. And may the life-changing blessing of the death and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ be with us this new year and beyond. And may we continue to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.